You're tuned into the Chug LLP's podcast. We are a full-service legal, immigration, and tax firm with a global outlook. We partner with businesses to deliver innovative, customized solutions to their most pressing challenges. Join us as we tackle some pertinent issues. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sasha Preston Suni. So many businesses have employees, operations, or customers in multiple states. And many of these businesses may be subject to taxes in more than one state. I'm excited to welcome our guest, accountant Sheenam Ara, onto the show. Sheenam is going to cover your frequently asked questions related to multi state taxation, including what taxes your business may owe how to apportion business income to different states, and even how to manage multi-state taxes on your personal tax returns. I know we've got a lot to cover here today, so thanks so much for joining us, Sheena. Thank you so much, Sasha, for having me. Hello, everyone. Wonderful. It's great to have you on the show. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you this conversation is for informational purposes only and does not create an accountant-client relationship. Please send us your questions to info at chew.com. So to kick us off, Sheenam, could you explain what exactly is multi-state taxation for businesses? Well, Sasha, in today's world, multi-state taxation is complex and demanding topic than ever before. Multi-state taxation simply means an individual or a business having a business activity or a connection with another state subjected to income tax depending on business activities, depending on the connection, they may be liable to pay taxes for more than one state. Obviously, state taxes differ from state to state. In today's world, if I have to, for example, you're selling goods in one state, you have a physical location in another state, then you might be liable to pay state taxes for more than one state. Great. Thank you for that overview, Sheena. What exactly is a tax nexus? And how does it influence where a business owes taxes? Tax nexus simply means uh, enough connection or slightly um, a connection where a state has enough reason to tax a business. Nexus is something, a connection a business is having with different states. Nexus can be you can have a revenue generating in some other state, having a physical location in some other state. And, um, you know, there are various reasons. You have a physical location in one state, for instance, and you employ out-of-state employees. That time, again, you have a connection of payroll. You need to register. There are many factors which can influence nexus, depending on the place of business, depending on the business activity, and et cetera. If I have to give you an example a corporation, for example, you have a corporation in California. You're selling goods in California. You are physically present in California. You are a resident of California. That time, you have only nexus connected and you have to file a return only to the state of California. And in future, you feel like, okay, I want to expand my business to New York and you need an employee from New York. And the employee who you have hired if he or she stays in their home state and operate the work from there, that time your business is connected to payroll. You need to register. 
you need to withhold the employee's taxes and remit it back to the state. Great. Thank you for that example, Sheena. So my next question is, what different types of taxes might a company owe in multiple states and why? What activities would trigger these taxes? As mentioned earlier, it depends on the business activity. It depends on the state laws. For instance, you are operating a business, just you're, you're getting a revenue from a different state, have not in your home state. Depending on the revenue, and uh, you, know, you might be subjected to withholding income tax. And if you have employees out of state, then you are subjected to withholding tax. And if you're just selling online, you might be subjected to sales tax. And like this, there are various taxes depend on the states. Okay, thank you. How do businesses handle payroll taxes when an employee works in multiple states? I know this can be kind of a complicated issue that some of our viewers might be curious about. For a company, processing a payroll is the same way as their home state. The only difference is they have to register from where they have hired an employee. For example, you are operating a business from California and you hired an employee in New York. That time you are liable to register your business to New York State. You have to withhold employee's tax in the same manner how you do in your home state and remit back the taxes. You as an employer, you are liable to withhold the tax and remit it back to the state agencies. Thank you. So what is a multi-state corporation? Okay, multi-state corporation is an entity who holds assets or facilities in multiple states and who conducts different business operations depending on the nature of business, depending on the nature of activity, that particular corporation, in spite of having their home office in one typical state, they might be having just to have a flexibility in a different state location, they might be having an office. Depending on that, they might be subjected to multi-state taxation. For instance, I have an incorporation in Delaware, and now I have an employee who is California-based. That time, me, just because I have a flexibility of having my employee in California who can market me, who can bring uh, revenue to my business, then I have a flexibility of having my same corporation registered in California so that I can process the payroll under my corporation. I don't have to have a different business for that. Great. Thank you. How can businesses apportion income between states and what does this mean? Businesses can apportion their income depending on the type of connection, the type of nexus they have. It completely depends on the business activity, what kind of connection they're having with their home state. For example, the most used formula nowadays is three-factor formula. What revenue you're generating from that state, what payroll you have from that state, or if you're leasing or if you're renting the property, then it's a three-factor formula. For example, you having a business, in some state, you're getting a 50% of revenue from that particular state, 50% of payroll is run in that particular state, and only 20% of the property you're leasing there, that time you are subjected to 40% of revenue generated, overall business revenue generated tax to that particular state. Great, thank you for that explanation there. 
I'm also wondering, can two states tax a business on the same income? Sometimes, yes. Generally, it's no. So you having a business, you're operating business in multiple states. One state, you pay taxes. And for the same, like in your home state, you can claim a credit for what taxes you paid to a non-resident state. And again, it depends. Some states, they do have taxes. They impose taxes. Some states, they do not. It depends on the state laws. Great. Thank you. So we're going to switch gears for a little bit and discuss e-commerce businesses. So I'm curious, Sheenam, how are e-commerce businesses taxed? How do these businesses figure out how much they owe in each state? Okay. As soon as we talk about e-commerce, the first thing triggers a sales tax how you're going to collect, what is sales tax subjected to, what is not. Again, every state imposes a different state laws. Depending on the state laws, e-commerce has a main, like it's a sales tax is hardly debated topic in e-commerce businesses. When it comes to income tax, federal and state taxes impose all the businesses, no matter you're operating online, you have a physical location, you're a retail, you have to pay taxes. There's no escape. I mean, if they are having e-commerce businesses, if they are operating in multiple states, again, they can use a three-factor formula mentioned earlier, like revenue, payroll, and the property. Great. Thank you for that. So what are the different types of taxes in e-commerce? So e-commerce, as I mentioned earlier, it depends on the state laws. Like if you are operating your business in Ohio, you have to pay commercial activity taxes based on the revenue, what you generated there. Value added taxes is on the consumers of the goods. Like it goes step by step, you know, as the product moves, the value is added. Then comes to a sales tax, any tangible property, and you are an end user, you pay the sales tax. And me as a business owner, I'm liable to collect and remit it back to the state agency, excise taxes there, entry level taxes there, service taxes there, and et cetera. Wonderful. Thank you for that. So now we're going to jump into our next topic, which is personal income taxes. So what about employees? How do they determine whether they should file taxes in more than one state? Okay. When it comes to employees or individuals who work for multiple states, it depends on the employers. Employers are liable to hire employees from different states, if they have registered, they are collecting the taxes. The same way employees have to portion their income from a different state and file two different, like for example, they have to me, if I am remotely working to two different employers, I have to file a return for my home state. And if I'm working for a different state and a different employer, if they're withholding my taxes, I have to file a non-resident return too. Thank you. And how exactly does dual state residency work? Dual state residency. The word itself, it says you are a resident of two different states, dual. So if you are a statutory resident, statutory residence comes into picture if you reside or stay in one particular place in more than 183 days. That time you have a place of domicile, that's one state. And the second state is like you were there, you were physically present, or you were there for more than 183, 183 days. That time you you have to file two returns. 
you are a resident of two different states. Wonderful. So my next question is, how exactly can individuals apportion their income between states? Individuals can apportion their income depending on when they have earned, where they have earned, from which state they have earned. Depending on that, they can apportion their income. Thank you. So what are the different types of e-commerce businesses? There are few of them. If I have to list, there are business to consumers, consumer to consumers, then consumer to business, whoever like, you know, is uh, subjected to who is operating e-commerce business. There are various ways. So these are few. Thank you. Our next question is, when should S-Corporation shareholders file tax returns in multiple states? As soon as we talk about S-Corporation, it's a pass-through entity. S corporation doesn't pay taxes. Instead, whatever the S corporation makes or generates a revenue, it passes through the shareholders. Now, the shareholders are liable to file the state returns, whichever the S corporation had nexus with. Thank you. We have another question How can I avoid double taxation in my business? So, double taxations can be avoided by various ways. Few ways is if you're a C corporation, change the structure, put more income in retail earnings. Or if you are a S corporation, instead of just having a shareholder or distributing, make those shareholder as employees of the corporation. And there are other ways too. Great, thank you. So it looks like those are all of the questions. So that brings us to the end of our conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. To stay up to date, please subscribe and like our YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. Until next time, please stay safe and take care. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about our work, please visit our websites at www.chook.com for legal and immigration and www.chook.net for tax. Be sure to subscribe to get regular business insights from the Chook LLP team. 